the Monday Rewind. All right, welcome along to the Monday Rewind. I'm Raf Giallo, sitting in for Ushin Langan. You can get in touch on Twitter at Ushin Langan or at Raftastico. It was a big weekend in GAA. I'll get to the hurling in a little while, but first off, it was a big weekend for two Munster counties in the football. Tipperary beat Derry in fairly dramatic circumstances to go through to the All Ireland quarterfinals, and the same thing for Clare, who beat Roscommon. Dave McIntyre was at the Clare Roscommon game, and he caught up with Clare goalkeeper Joe Hayes afterwards. Joe, uh, yourself and Gary Brennan, the elder statesman of this Clare team, you made your debut 11 years ago. I mean, what does what does this mean for you and, and the rest of these players? Yeah, I just think you can see the support on the field after days like this. You play football for um, just means everything. You know, I said it before the game that these days we've dreamed of, just dreamed of, and now we're actually in it. So dreams turn into reality. Thank God. I said there was a point in the game you were might have been thinking, you know, we're really going to be able to enjoy this, savor the fact that we've won this game, and and then suddenly you're thinking as Ender uh, Smith blazes one wide, that that was the drawing of the game you yeah. kind of let them in it didn't you yeah we did we did um, uh, listen we, uh, super first half and I suppose lost Cahill early in the second half which was unfortunate um, you know, had possession of the ball gave away it and lost lost the goal but like when boys needed to go down the field and kick points McGrath Sean and Lohan two boys that came off the bench again and contributed like you know um, yeah there probably was a few dodgy moments that we maybe made uncomfortable for ourselves but listen we can look. We can fix them during the week. Uh, it's, not, it's not going to affect how happy we are at the moment, anyway. Yeah. Well, teams coming from a low base like you guys have, you often might associate it with maybe players 17 or 18 that the manager can really trust but there does seem to be a, a bench and a level of quality on this bench that can have a real impact in turn games three or four of them had a big impact today it was the same last weekend as well same last weekend same the weekend four against Leash going back to the league find against Calair it was the bench that was doing, you know, coming on and driving us over that finish line and there again today like Andy Cotley came in and ball stuck to him like you know when we needed to win it he was winning it it's just great for him for them fellas as well like you know they're training just as hard and obviously disappointed when they're not named in the start 15 so you know, it's, a, it's very much People say 21 man game, like, but think of the six or seven boys pushing them 21 players as well. Like, you know? There's been times that where I'm sure you wonder whether you should be still playing at senior to county level. I mean, you're 34 now, you lost your place three or four years ago, you, you stuck with it, you got yourself back into the team. I mean, is, is this the single greatest day of your career? Um, yeah, in a county jersey, it probably is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, listen, I uh, had a bad injury there again two years ago. I missed the whole National League. I was wondering, was, personally, was my career over? But listen, for days like this, you put your body through the pain, like you know. So um, I just can't wait now for next Sunday again, like you know. As a group, do you need to reassess your goals now? Because uh, this I maybe wasn't on the no, list of objectives. Promotion, I'm sure, was one, and a run in the qualifiers. Maybe a run in the qualifiers. Yeah. Um, I think our goal now is just see where serious. I don't think we should set any goals, just see where it goes. Next game maybe. That's what I'd be saying there, just see see how that fares out. And when you look back at the importance maybe of getting promotion, not only will you play in a higher level next year, but it gave you guys a real taste of Croke Park. You won't be this uh, inexperienced side heading up there for the first time. It's your second visit in the same year. And that must be a, maybe a settling thought as you build up to what's gonna be a huge game for you. Yeah, possibly. Listen, um it's not that we're going to be uh, we're going to know every blade of grass on it either but the fact I suppose we played there only a couple of months ago it's obviously going to help us more bit but um, you know, to be honest it doesn't matter where it's on it's an all-iron quarter-final and it's the uh, last day to the country you know, it's just phenomenal so we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go on, go over it and give it a shot You were still full of running and, and energy today despite being out for a third week in a row just like Ross Cowan were but you have to do it again now you'll be out four weeks in a row is that a worry now that eventually maybe you'll have to go to the, to the well one time too many? Uh, no I don't think so 
listen, we're not being flogged during the week. We're being looked after, recovering, uh, you know, maybe two sessions a week, 45 minutes max. You know, it's a lot of fellas out in their field are between 20 and 25 are young fellas. They should be able to run another couple of hours, I think. Yeah. Easy for you to say, yeah, standing yeah, on the edge yeah, of the square. And I'm, <laughs> don't run for me, but um, no, I, I listen, I suppose if, if things went belly up, you could blame the uh, lack of freshness, but when things are going well, you say it's momentum, so it's, it's one or the other, like you know. Finally, I guess you, you these days don't come around too often for Clare senior footballers, you have to enjoy, but can you go out and enjoy yourselves tonight? But would it not in the quarter final? Will you have no, to no. postpone the this celebrations for a week? Last, we'd love to, of course, we'd love to, but the last three weeks we've played and we've all gone home or gone to the beach the next morning. We've been together now, but there's been no socialising. Um, listen, we'll get that to you eventually, John. We're not bothered about it, John. If you ask anyone which you want to pick a night in the town with the boys or play in a crow park next week, I you know you're going to get your, you know what answer you're going to get like so doesn't bother us to be honest say so there's a lot of happy people around Lissy Casey tonight yeah they're real they're real so um, again, I'll go into the phone now I'm sure a few text messages so it's, it's great good to see you good few of them up here as well so super super congratulations thanks very much Dave. that was Clare goalkeeper Joe Hayes speaking to Dave McIntyre after a historic result for the county on the other hand, the Clare Hurlers weren't able to beat Galway in their All-Ireland Hurling quarterfinal. And first up, here's uh, Clare manager Davy Fitzgerald speaking to Oisín Langan. Davy, it didn't quite happen for your team today. I know it's easy to say, but it's maybe a bit harder to explain. No, um, they were the better team today. I thought physically they dominated us from day one. Um, and fair play to them, we have nothing but admiration for the way they play. Um, how can you be a gutless team or a bad team if you go to two All-Ireland finals and win a Leinster title or not? So they had plenty of motivation to play well today and they did fair play to them. Uh, we'd be probably disappointed in the first half. We tried to run the ball into the net. Probably we should have tried and get it over the bar was the most important thing. Wouldn't be happy with the two goals we conceded. Um, definitely the one after half time to put us 10 down is an absolute killer. So it is. But um, in saying that, extremely proud of my guys. They're... Um, two games last out of 17 what they've done over, over the last few years and I don't care and I want to say this what they have achieved we haven't achieved in Clare Hurling for a long time and I'm extremely proud of them You didn't do what you've done well I suppose throughout the year when you've been winning games move the ball quick get it to your shooters and take the scores is that disappointing is that something that Galway just stopped you doing or is it just something you didn't quite do yourselves today I think you it's hit the nail on the head Galway were can unread. They were fighting packs there today. They didn't give you a chance on the ball, so they didn't. We knew that the attackers and packs, and what we said is we try the minute they attacked us and packs, get the ball out as wide as we could, as quick as we could, but they were just all over you. And um, I suppose they had a point to prove to certain people today, and they did it like fair play to them. They were, they were well deserving of their victory, and I hats off to Galway, nothing but admiration for the way they played today. Was it the lack of goal threat? Was that the, the killer today? And what do you put that down to? Well, listen, they just wouldn't allow us running them. Couldn't get a run on them, so we couldn't, you know. We got him once or twice in the first half. I think Tony was unlucky. They crowded him out fairly quickly. I, I'd have liked us to run more in numbers than we were running. Like, we were running them ones. And I'd like us to be going in threes and fours. We didn't get that opportunity today. But Galway didn't get a whole pile. They got the two goal chances. The one after half time was an opportunistic one. So to us, the first one they got, other than that, Andy Fahey was in trouble all day, so he wasn't. So on both sides, I wouldn't say there was a whole pile of chances. When Colin McGrath and Colin Ryan came in, they seemed to settle things down. You seemed to play a bit better. I know it's very easy to ask this now, Davy, but do you kind of regret maybe not starting them, or was it just not possible? Were they carrying knocks or injuries? I was just wondering who you'd leave off if you wanted to leave off someone, hushing who you'd like to leave off. Um, 
I still thought Podge was in good enough for Nicky. He only played 25 minutes yesterday. Um, so that any of the rest of them, like Aaron Shanner, has been very good for us. So he has, uh, you look at John Connell, has been one of our best forwards this year. Tony Kelly, you wouldn't leave off. So uh, if you can fit him in inside the Arsenal, that's fair enough, you know. But in fairness, that Conor McGrath is only back from injury and fair play to him. I'd say he's only hurled 30 minutes in the last, since the Warford Championship game. All right, that's Davy Fitzgerald speaking to Oisín Langan. Now for the winning side, Galway star Joe Canning was also speaking to Oisín. But first up here is manager Michal Donoghue. Michal, a very good uh, win for your team and a very good performance, I suppose, more so for most of the game anyway. Oh, yeah, look, uh, firstly, delighted with the win and delighted to be progressing to the All-Ireland to final. And, um, you know, I suppose the playing with the breeze in the first half and, and taking advantage of it probably gave us a good stronghold on the game and then you know the goal after half time probably just gave us that bit of cushion to push on the second half Talk to me about your setup, especially in that first half you seem to have the right men in the right areas all the time I know that's simple to say but talk to me about how you got it right and how you worked towards that uh, Look I suppose the way Claire set up you know you have to be look on any given day we always try and go out and, and hurl a game that suits the players that we have but you know the way Claire set up continuously with a sweeper you know, invariably they're going to leave you with a sweeper. So look, you know, we've done a lot of working in the last three weeks, and you know, look, some days even when you can, or some for some games in your preparation, you can work it, and then someone does something different and they throw all your preparation out the window. So, you know, I think for you know all we looked after lads is just for a massive work rate and a massive show a massive desire just to get through and in fairness I thought they did Johnny Cohn seemed to have licence to get forward scored a couple of nice points used the ball well when he got up the field uh, Adrian Tui included late and he ran at them at every opportunity yeah yeah absolutely but you know in fairness uh, we deem ourselves lucky to have a very good squad and you know Edo came in today and, and uh, you know he's an exceptional athlete he's an exceptional hurler and uh, you know he took at every opportunity I thought he took the game to clear and um, he did his job Joe scored 1-8 did very well from the dead balls but did an awful lot of work to win freeze and your lads ran at them and as you said they won a lot of those freezes as well that must have been particularly pleasing the, 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 the fact that you actually took them on Ah yeah but look you know in fairness that's, that's not down to me that's just the sheer desire of the players and, and wanting to move forward and, and, and try and create those chances I suppose when you move forward you either get through or you're going to win a free and you know in fairness that's what they did and they stuck to it fairly well How much did you need this performance how much did you need this win given the criticism after the Leinster final and the fact that you must have known that it wasn't actually that bad I think some of the criticism was over the top. Oh, yeah, I think so. Exactly. Look, you know, when we when we reviewed ourselves afterwards, you know, look, look, number one, I think a lot of people ignore you're playing a, a fantastic team in Kilkenny. Look, that's not putting them up on the pedestal. You know, they are the standard bearers for the rest of the counties to get up to. And um, look, when we analysed ourselves and stuff that we've been working on since we took over, you know, we always knew it was going to take time and improvements. And look, you know, you know, yesterday is a great win, but look, we're not we're not the finished article. You know, we have a massive game again in three weeks' time, but look, we're just delighted to have won today and to be able to go back to training now. And you must have liked to look at Dahi Burke at full-back, and I suppose, look, going into the next game, it's a different challenge against Tip playing a full-back or playing as full-back against Clare is a lot different to playing against Tip, who probably would have a bit, few bigger lads and more numbers yeah, in that yeah. position no, no absolutely but look you know you can only play what's in front of you and that's all they did today and uh, Dahi done it really well it's going to be a different challenge though against Tip isn't it they're kind of more traditional in their style uh, and yeah look probably more orthodox a bit like Kilkenny actually. yeah yeah no no absolutely and more orthodox but look you know just delighted now to be able to prepare, prepare for us Joe Canning that is quite the performance from Galway uh, not really um, do you know we we uh, 
we set out our stall to win the game and, and that's all we did you know uh, there was periods in it there in the second half that they got on top of us and there's always room for improvement going into a semi-final What were the work-ons that you put into this game from the Leinster final because when you looked at the Leinster final Coley there was actually a lot of positives now those positives weren't talked about but they were there and you obviously built on them Yeah we, we made mistakes it's, it's, it's not as if um, we didn't make mistakes on the day it was mistakes that we could rectify you know and we, we worked on them we handed them probably 8.8 scoreable points in the Leinster final and when you're playing against the best team that ever played um, it, they're obviously going to punish you you know and, and we, knew, we knew that in, in, our, own, in our own dressing room and, and that's what we worked on for, for today and I think we cut down a little bit on that um, we didn't score as much um, that we would have liked to you know we didn't hit some targets today and we'll work on that for the semi-final You won the battle around the middle you used your physicality you used your size and then you moved the ball well to the guys who could slot it over and when you won freeze as well and you stuck most of them over to be fair I think it was 1-8 you got in the end Yeah it's, you know we knew that the, the middle third was, was going to be huge today and um, whoever came out and top on that was was uh, was going to was going to win the game and I think I think we got our matchups right um, you know we, we man marked a couple of their key men and I think it worked to, to a large extent today and fair play to the boys for doing their job Does this win take a bit of pressure off? Is there a sense of relief? What's the feeling after that win? Because it was a much needed one uh, Yeah it's, it's it's only a game at the end of the day as I said to the guys there this is a hobby for us you know at the end of the day there's more important things in life um, you see Fitzy there going getting sick during the week and it's great to see him on the sideline we wish him every success you know in his recovery because I went through it last year with mum and I'm going through it at the moment with dad so you have more important things in life than sport and um, you know comments that are made about, about certain individuals when they play an amateur sport and it's a hobby it, it, it does hurt and uh, when, when you go out there in the field you try and express yourself to the best of your ability but at the end of the day as I said there's way more important things in life than, than hurting Nice to shove it back to the people who are saying the negative things though isn't it all the same? Uh, yeah, it always is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's part and parcel of it. You know, when, when if if we, if we said about yourself, Oshin, I'm sure you you'd like to stick it to them if they said something bad about your journalism. So it's the same in every walk of life. It, there's there's always people trying to put you down, but uh, that's part and parcel of it. You put yourself out there in the sporting field, and, and you're there to be shot down. You know. Well done today. Okay, that was Joe Canning and before that, uh, Michal Donoghue. Now, that was part of a doubleheader at Semple Stadium yesterday. Before that Clare Galway match, there was the clash of Waterford and Wexford, which Waterford won. First up, here's Wexford manager Liam Dunn speaking to Dave McIntyre. Liam, I was big in Wexford up all week. I saw you against Dublin, Offaly and Cork and I really thought there'd be a big, big performance for me today and it just didn't happen. No, I think we ran out of bodies and ran out of legs, I think, to be honest. Um, you know, Waterford put us on the back foot from the very start, played with the breeze and took their opportunity as well. There was, there was a good kick in us in the second half and we got it back to five points, but then they pushed it on again, you know, and that was... I was pleased that the players gave that, but we just needed to get it back to back to four points to see where it would bring us. But look, to be fair, to be fair to Derrick and, and Walford, you know they they took their monster final defeat and, and came back all guns blazing today. So we're beaten by a better team and with no complaints. I suppose you you did very well for that with the, that five point hole that you brought, you have the deficit, but you were really only in the game because Walford had allowed you to be in it with a shocking amount of whites on their on their side of things. In the first half, it just never got going for you. No, I think that I think the twenty eight shots on goal I think yeah. in the first half like you know I think they converted 13 of them I think I'm not sure now but um, right. you know something but look at they were far superior they could have they could have had us pulverised 
you know, by half time. But and why do you think that was, Liam? Because on paper, you should have been able to at least rattle Waterford. Well, we did rattle him a bit in the second half, you know, when we got it back to five points. But, you know, like we had to move Leach in in full forward because he couldn't run with his ankle. And, you know, it was just, there was a lot of things after going against us, you know, and, you know, like James Breen missed the game today, didn't start, you know, Pudge Dorn last week. Well, I'm not going to make excuses. We, we, what's, after, what's after coming out of this is the fact that you've had to throw fellas in this year that you probably wouldn't have done if you had had everybody. And I suppose intensity and tempo, no matter who you have on the field, is something that you'd expect this Wexford team to bring. It. I've seen you in all four of your championship matches this year, and you've, you've lurched from really poor stuff to performances full of energy, full of vigour, like the ones against Offaly and against Cork, and then it just seemed to drop again today, despite the fact you had a two-week break of a historic win in the county against Cork. Yeah, look at but sometimes when the team puts pressure on you and uh, you know you're on the back foot, you know that that energy and sometimes you know you're. As you said, like, I mean, Waterford were so dominant in the first, like, 25, 30 minutes of that game. Like, you know, you were, you were grasping at straws, really, you know. And, um, you know, I think there were six points to two up at one stage, and we got a free about 30 yards out, and Connor hit it, and they saved it. Like, you know, and, you know, we just need to be keeping the scoreboard ticking over at that time, just keeping in the game, like, because I did feel myself, to be honest, that we needed to be in the game, whether we were ahead at halftime or within two or three points of them. You know, that's what I felt. And unfortunately, that didn't happen, you know. But but when when we got back to five, they just really kicked on from there, like which which was disappointing. But look, I can't fault the guys, you know. We don't have that strength in depth, you know. I'm pulling guys in from from anywhere at the moment to, to hurling. They're they're giving a commitment, but when you're losing some of your top calibre players that you have, you know, the, the further you go in the championship, you know, the higher the stakes, the higher the tempo, you know, the better the players, and you know we we were found out today a little bit well as you say I mean you've been forced your hand's been forced there's an awful lot of guys now of championship experience in Wexford that maybe wouldn't have done if you had some of these guys you would like to have available to you so on paper I look at the squad and I'm thinking there's an awful lot of talent there and you've three or four of the best hurlers in the country in the likes of Lee Chin and, and Kira McDonald and Lee Moog McGovern the future could be better for Wexford I'm just wondering will that future be with you or is it time to hand it to somebody else because I think there, there might be better times ahead Oh yeah, look at I mean, as I would have said to the lads inside there, you know, we're building a foundation there, a lot of young guys, that's a very, very young panel that's there. Um, to answer your question, I don't know, I'm there five years. Um, look at I went to a county board meeting last year and there wasn't one club um, proposed to put me back in, there was just silence at the county board meeting, you know, it gives you a great vote of confidence to if that to, silence is there again, will you come back once more? I don't know really, look at um, I don't know really, to be honest, it's not for me. County chairman's going by there now at the moment. You'll ask him there. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> but uh, look, it's for another day, really. You know, um, I don't know. I'll tell you the truth. Um, I've been involved with for the last five years. I was with Howler de Ballock for three years before that, and I was with the Wexford minor, minor team for two years, and I was with the Wexford juveniles for two years before that. And that was just after I retired after 16 years with Wexford. So if anyone deserved a rest and a break, and maybe the county board might send me on a holiday, maybe <laughs> I'd take it. But Look, I've given us everything I can. We're introducing things that new things all the time, but we got a lot of sucker punches this year, a lot of blows, and and I have to give the lads great credit because they've given me everything they have. But look, there'll be some of them guys will be back next year, please God, and they'll push it on whether I'm with them or not. Yes, no, appreciate the time you've given off the ball over the last few months, and uh, enjoy the rest of the summer. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. All right, that was Wexford manager Liam Dunn speaking to Dave, and Dave also spoke to Waterford manager Derek McGrath.
Derek, you came here to get the results, so yeah, that's objective A, but would you be worried by the performance? No, I wouldn't be. I'm delighted with the performance, delighted with the overall application and attitude and um, obviously there's, you know, when you went in the cold light of day initially after, now there's probably areas where we didn't play as well as we wanted, but I'm just delighted with the overall effort and the whole, I suppose, horrendous nature of the loss the last day could impact badly on the mindset and that was a worry coming into it there's no point in saying it's rectified now and it's gone and we're back in the same position to Breary you know I guess the huge number of wides I mean a ball that was poked away you can take two viewpoints on it A we're creating the chances we'll improve B we've got a major issue with our accuracy so maybe it's somewhere between the two is it yeah exactly you've, you've answered yourself I think I think there's times I think in terms of correcting it that the guys in particular that are having the wides that they actually have an opportunity maybe to move with the ball move into space a bit further forward put the ball in the hurdle and then take their score and sometimes when we're stagnant or we're standing striking the other wide it's actually nearly easier to be moving and striking so just that's the only correction I can see but again the flip side I suppose is the fact that you're getting possession you're winning the ball you're winning that middle third which we didn't actually win we were swamped against Tipperary you know um, and, and it was um, you know it's very satisfying in, in terms of our work rate today and our work ethic and I think that's a particularly pleasing you know I was talking to Kevin McStay before the Roscommon Clare game yesterday and he admitted that you'll only really know once the ball is thrown in you can do, you, you can get a great response from the lads after a big defeat but you as a manager you'll only know once you're watching the game and Roscommon didn't have it you probably felt two, three minutes in did you that the lads were in the right space yeah we did we did and we did and it's very Kevin McStay is right it's very easy to point to even now in retrospect saying oh I knew they were right, right for a new you don't know you actually don't know and you don't know the two weeks such was the nature of the defeat we didn't want to kind of dissect it or analyse it to the extent where it actually would drive us insane you know it was kind of a case of almost parking it and you know we, we would have looked at you know positive video clips of what we've done over the last two years and that was always kind of reinforcing how good the lads can actually be at times and a lot of kind of soul searching I'd say in your own private moments like you know but when you arrive to training I think you have to kind of exude positivity and exude but not in a false sense but I think in the privacy of our own homes each player each management member they definitely had times where they were, you know, doubting what had happened. And I think the manager doesn't admit that. I don't think they're, they're probably being truthful, you know. How early in the build-up had you part to the tip game? Was it by the Monday night, the Tuesday, when you got back to training? Or given that you had two weeks, could you spend a bit more time on it? On a personal level, I, I didn't park it really till, till now, I think. You know, on a personal level, I think... I think, um, I think the, the, the lads, in fairness to them, you know, had had we met obviously on the Sunday evening after the match in, in Limerick and we spoke about it. That's just the words that were coming out were embarrassment, shame, just want to go home, just want to go to bed, blah blah blah. But I think and the Tuesday night we had a brilliant training session and the Wednesday night obviously the under twenty ones won very convincingly and that a big help, was it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think and I indirectly actually think it actually nearly put more pressure on us because it was almost like the under twenty ones were coming playing a different style, playing a different way, and they were, you know. And I, I actually pointed it to, to a news talk interview I did with Jer on the Friday before the, the league final replay. Where I actually, I actually flagged the fact that I would expect the under twenty ones to be really flamboyant and open up teams because I think the level A is is lower, and B, I think they just have an outstanding group of guys, or eleven or twelve guys that are in with us. So indirectly, I actually think it kind of it divided Waterford opinion on on how we were playing or otherwise against as against how the twenty were playing when a closer analysis probably revealed that we're just playing the same but at a, at a I suppose a different level you know and, and we were delighted with how the under 21s played but you know as I said the, the, it was great to, 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 um, to follow that and be able to have the maturity I suppose as a group to kind of park the under 21 and go again uh, for Sunday week or today like you know In the first half the extra defender you had in front of Conor McDonald pretty much 
nullified him completely. Then there was a spell in the second where you went man on man in there, and Shane yeah. Hickey and on Kelly were on commentary duty with us. They were wondering, were you doing that with a view on the Kilkenny game? Was this something you were just trying and see yeah, how it went? Yeah, no, it's it's a fair point and it's sharp about it, lads. Yeah, but yeah, we were we were we were just trying, to, I suppose, the, that balance between. Um, being more attack minded and, and and you know being defensive at the right times we're just trying to try different shapes and I don't sometimes you get caught in the middle of trying a shape and, and then all of a sudden you realise hey we're best at this and we're best at that so I think it's the implementation of that in, and yet retaining fluidity like I think that's the most important thing and sometimes we're, we're struggling for that but that's a that's a challenge in itself you know and, and that's a, as I said it's one for the Kilkenny game probably with the Kilkenny game in mind where the perception is as I said that we didn't really go for the game last year that it was an inevitability about it even though, as I said, with 58 or 59 minutes gone, there was only two points in it. And what went from could have been a tactical masterclass if we got a sneak, snuck a goal at that time, went to they didn't really go for it. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the balance and that's the challenge. And look, it's a very interesting challenge, you know. So you are going into the game and people will say the result is inevitable. As of today, they'll say the result is inevitable. No one will give Waterford a chance, particularly after seeing what happened in the Munster final. So mm. is that a nice place to be in heading to this game? I think there's a freedom in that in terms of your, in terms of your approach, not, not, not your tactical approach, but just in terms of your approach. But listen, I, I balance that a bit against, I don't think Kenny really do freedom. They don't do disrespect for opponents. I think the reason Michael Kenny are so successful is they're driven by a man who who respects every opponent and in their dressing room they believe that they're playing the best opponent at that given time and I think that's the probably key and as I said the, 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 the key thing about Kenny is probably the the ordinariness of their dressing room and that sounds contradictory I mean what I mean by that is that how a group of humble hard working fellas just with, with huge skill rates just go to war for each other every time they go out and we're not trying to emulate it, we're not trying to copy it, but it's certainly a good starting point in terms of a, a team ethic, you know. Finally, Derek, I mean, you are back now in 2016 where you were a year ago, so it's all of a question of maybe when this group are going to na- take the next step. Beating the All-Ireland Champions at Croke Park and All-Ireland Semi-Final Day would certainly be that next step, wouldn't it? Yeah, look, it's massive, but I think it's brilliant for us in terms of the, the build-up now, the, 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 the challenge that we have, the... You know, the, 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 it's it's brilliant. It's about taking the next step. Let's be honest, we failed miserably against Tipperary in terms of tell, taking the next step. But I think in the run-up to that game, a lot of people were even tipping us. A lot of people were kind of saying, this is, you know, Waterford, it's Waterford's now, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I think it didn't seep through, but I think psychologically at times those things can be on the outside, but yet they can kind of get into the inside, into the mindset. And I think we forgot the whole process of how hard we'd have to work in each game mm-hmm. to be as competitive as we have been. And... Um, It'll be interesting, you know. It's 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 really really a challenge to, to prepare for Kenny. So it's um, as I said, but it's a it's a very welcome challenge in in, in the McGrath household and in the, the management uh, of, of all the lads and the players. It's brilliant. Well, job done today. Well done, and thanks for talking. Yeah, thanks, Dave. So. All right, that was Waterford manager Derek McGrath. So the semi-final matchups now are Kilkenny v Waterford on August seventh, and then on August fourteenth, it's a repeat just as the Kilkenny Waterford is one is a repeat of last season it's it's Tipperary versus Galway which is also a repeat of a fairly thrilling match that took place last year at Croke Park that's it for this week's rewind Ushin Langan will be back with you fairly soon thanks for listening in the monday rewind 